0: A season 10, big premiere last night, October 8th, 2023, 10 years, one decade, one decade of 90 Day Fiance. Welcome to the Sarah Fraser Show. Y'all know I am obsessed with TLC shows. Some people ask me, like, they go, oh, you know, are you watching this 90 Day? Because they have like a thousand franchises. Do you watch 90 Day, you know, Blow Me in Paradise? I don't. All right, guys, I watch the highlights, okay? I was having lunch the other day with my friend Liz. She goes, oh, I'm I'm on season six of, like, uh, 90 Day in Paradise. No, I don't watch. Okay, I watch the highlights. Sister Wives, 90 Day franchise. I do watch before the 90 Days in Single Life sometimes because the characters are really good. And they're often characters, like, we know a little before or, or after. But I do like 90 Day Fiance. Well, it was a big premiere last night. And I'm giving you a review. Of course, all my reviews are spoiler alert. If you don't want to know what happened, if you don't want me to get in depth about people, this is not the episode for you. Um. So, what? Anybody else, by the way, on their – I get I have Hulu, and I get all my TLC stuff through Hulu. Did anyone else notice? Did it say season eleven on their like, you know, their DVR instead of season ten? I don't know why that's happening, but anyhow. Uh, so we're meeting all the new couples, okay? Um, uh, Manuel and Ashley were the first to be featured last night. Now, I am i actually love Ashley already. I'm kind of obsessed. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, I just ate my lunch. at a salad. I'm choking on chicken. I love Ashley because she's a witch. She's also, I loved it. She goes, I'm a black Ashley. I know, I'm a unicorn. A lot of black women are not named Ashley, but she is. And although, you know, then we have Ashley Darby on TV, so... Maybe not. She said that quote, not me. But anyhow, here she is. She's a witch. She does tarot card readings. She's an astrologer. Now, I love me some astrology because y'all know I'm doing an astrology course with Deborah Silverman. If you if you don't know who Deborah Silverman is, I'm obsessed. She's like astrologist to the stars. Sting, Madonna, Aaron Rodgers. And she's been on my podcast, by the way. You can go and listen. Anyway, she got me hooked. Because, you know, the whole thing with astrology is it's supposed to be a shortcut to finding your life's passion and your life's work. And it's, like, amazing. Now I can read my chart. Like, I know what it means to have an ascending sign, um, you know, where your sun is, what house it's in, and what that means. Because the sun is, like, your energy and life force. It's actually really amazing. And I do find it. I've said this before. I find astrology to be, to be more fascinating because it's really it is a snapshot of the date and time that you were born, like where the stars were and how that cosmic energy of the planets does impact your life. Is this sounding normal? <laughs> anyway, I I'm kind of I'm kind of obsessed with Deborah's class. It's pretty amazing. If you want in, by the way. They're going to offer a Sarah Fraser show discount for her January session. It, it's really good. I signed up. I paid. I really, I'm really loving it. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode about it, actually. It's really good. So Ashley's an astrologer, tarot card reader, witch. Um, you know, I found that a little bit ironic. She was having a panic and a t- attack on the way to get Manuel. And it's like astrology is all about reading your chart, knowing your destiny, letting go and relaxing. Didn't seem so relaxing, Manuel, coming here. Seems like a lot of second thoughts. I think this couple is going to be interesting. They met in Ecuador over a decade ago. They were engaged for a hot second. Um, She said they were young, dumb, full of cum. I absolutely, like, loved that quote and that Manuel was, like, a fuck boy. (laughs) Now they want to give it a go and see if they can make it work. I feel like this is going to be good because I want her to, like, cast spells on him I want her to give him, like, tarot card readings. And again, I always am a little bit of a skeptic because if being a psychic worked or your tarot cards, I mean, isn't your destiny written? Wouldn't we have, like, a good answer as to, like, how the outcome was going to be? And maybe she does, and they're just playing it up for TV. I don't know. They were the first couple that was featured last night. Really loved it. Fan of hers. Manuel, we haven't seen him say too much. Like, you know, he's on his way here. So... Hopefully, we're going to get more, see where it goes from there. But I loved that couple. I thought they were off to a really great start. I'm a little obsessed. Um, Then we move on to our fan favorites, Jasmine and Gino. We've seen Jasmine and Gino now on three franchise episodes or, you know, series. Before the 90 Days... I think they've done two rounds of Before the 90 Days. Now they made it to 90 Day Fiance. Now, if you look at everything that people are saying on the World Wide Web, people are not happy about these two being on. Now, hear me out. I was not happy about them either at first. I found them to be on this past season of Before the 90 Days. It was exhausting. They would fight. I mean, he would call her a whore. I mean, they literally showed that clip on last night's episode. He'd call her a whore. And then they'd be madly in love, and they'd be okay again, and you know, and then you know she would say you have a small dick, and then he would kick her out and say he's not going to pay her bills because I mean he is her sugar daddy. Like we we finally got to the bottom of that, but. You know, I, I've always said these two have played the game really well, and she's a genius because and and I admire a woman that got what she wanted, right? She she wanted to marry an American man, she wants to become an American citizen, and she wants to move her kids here and live in the United States, and she's gonna get it. She's getting it. She lives in Michigan and Canton, Michigan, with Jean, no. Um, so I love a woman that sets a goal and does it. I find these two to be a little bit obnoxious, and I found the the plastic surgery to be hard to watch. I'm actually kind of Team Gino on that. She's so stunning without it, but to each their own. And I've had a lot of procedures myself. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Conception Conception for her, conception for him, and the conception bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon. Or follow the link on our website for 20% off conception for her, conception for him, and the conception bundle with the promo code Fraser20. That's F-R-A-S-E-R, the numbers two zero. Procedures. I don't know. Lasers, filler, Botox. Um so I'm not opposed to it. It's just, it's just that it seems like some like people get the bug and then they go, like, extreme. She, I mean, we find out that she's going to drop on Gino that she had butt implants. Ah. Ah. Nothing seems more painful than the booty implants. Yikes. But what I do like is I like that she's getting what she wants out of life. And I liked the vulnerability in this last night's episode. Jasmine is saying goodbye to her her. You know, she has two kids, but her son there. And, you know, he's eight or nine years old. He's so sweet when he was – how sad he was going to be that his mother is leaving to go to America and her plan is is to bring her son over. I don't know how this works. I I don't – I've never dated anybody international. So you can't just bring your kid, I guess, right? Is that how it works? I'm not sure. Somebody jump in here. Like, God, I wish this was live so I could get some answers. Um. I, I just – I don't know. That that was heartbreaking. I don't know that I could do it as a mom. I, I know she is going to have a better life here in America, and that's what they want, and that's what she wants. And, uh, you know, I do think Jasmine and Gino are really in love with each other, and I think a lot of the fighting is overplayed for television. I think they're great at that. I think they know what – the more that people hate them, the more they're probably going to be featured. It's like Big Ed. It's like Angela Deem and Michael – I think the more polarizing you are, they need a polarizing couple. They need people on TV that we love to hate, i.e. Lisa Renna, um, you know, Candy Gal from Real Housewives of Potomac. We love a villain, and those, that couple is a villain, and I think they play up to it very well, but I do think they're in love. Um, so we saw her on her bachelorette party. She loves attention. She's sticking her ass out the window, showing the local police and people going by. Gino is quit his job. He has not revealed that. So we're going to see their reactions when they, when she gets to America and he was going to buy her a treadmill, which he tries out in his, um, Docker shoes, his JCPenney Dockers. He's trying to run. And then the woman selling it is like, uh, do you need me to turn it down? He's like, yeah, this is way too fast. (sighs) She like scales it back. And then he's like, you know what? I'm not going to buy it. I just lost my job. My fiance is coming over here. She's going to be really mad at me when she finds out I quit my job. This woman's like, I don't need a fucking history class about you, dude. Are you are you buying the treadmill or not? And you wasted my time coming here to check it out. And he's like, thanks for letting me check it out. She's like, oh, fuck. This wasn't even worth it. But anyway, um, you know, I, I did think – I think why Jasmine and Gino, they've played it exceptional. They had a lot of fighting, and now I think it's going to get deep, right? And we've wanted to see her – Meet his family, and his family thinks of her as a gold digger forever. So, here we go. Okay, uh, Robin, Sophie, we got to talk about, and Justin and Nikki. Let me just thank a sponsor, Dame. Guys, you need some sex toys in your life, then you could probably end up on a reality show. You're having hot sex, like all these characters, and before you know it, you get to talk about it on TV. Or maybe not. Maybe you're like Schman and you want to keep the bedroom private. Either way, Dame.com has the best sex toys on the market, don't believe me? go and read their thousands of five-star reviews. They're known for their love toys that take both parties into consideration. So meaning they have like a dual vibrator that's like hot for you and it's called the Ava and hot for your partner. It's a wearable, hands-free, clitoral vibe that stays in place during partnered sex designed to be secure and comfortable. Comes in an ice color and a papaya color. Their products are... Are Like when you go to the website, they actually rate them based on quietness, intensity, and vibration. It's amazing. Um, you can find out which toy you love. They have verified buyers on there. Dame.com. Use the promo code TSFS TSFS at checkout for 15% off. You can bundle these love toys. TSFS is the code, baby. Use code TSFS at checkout to get 15% off your sexy love toys. Um all right, let's let's talk about I, I. Look, I love a rich, you know. I, I mean, West Side Story. You know, come from the wrong side of the tracks. Come from the rich side of the tracks, baby. I am probably most interested in Rob and Sophie. Sophie is English. She's wealthy. She's mixed race. Her daddy did well. Her mama is a super judgmental English woman, and she is with Rob. Rob is from Inglewood, and Rob is a home. Where the bathroom is almost like kind of an outhouse. It's separate from the house. So he lives in sort of this like one bedroom. And then you've got to go like across the courtyard to use the bathroom. Not A little strange, but not the worst thing you've ever seen. And by the way, they play up on the show. They're like, oh, he lives in Inglewood. Like she's not going to be used to living here. I got news for you. A lot of Inglewood now is like super nice. Okay. I live in LA. There's like a million dollar homes now in Inglewood, honey. 15 years ago? Yeah, could you have bought a house for like $45,000? Yeah, but not now. All of it, Like most of Los Angeles, unless you live in Brentwood, Beverly Hills, Santa Monica, Manhattan Beach, most of LA, he goes, well, you know, Inglewood, there's like some nice parts. First of all, SoFi Stadium is there, billion dollar stadium. Neighborhoods around SoFi are looking pretty good. Some new construction homes, townhouses, it's only gonna get better and better. But he does say, you know, it's like street to street in Inglewood. Some places are good. Some places are not. I got news for you. That's most of L.A., unless you're living in a beach town and you're living in Brentwood, Beverly, 90210, okay? Or you go out to the valley. Even the valley. Some of it's like one street's dumpy, one street's nice. That's sort of L.A. Like, I don't think Inglewood's even that bad anymore. I'm like, the place where Rob is living is probably like a $700,000 house. Like, is Sophie living in a $700,000 house? I mean, her apartment's, like, nice in England, but it wasn't, like, blow my skirt up. Anyway, you know, they're making a big deal about this. She's rich. She's not. How is he going to provide for her? Um. So I do love a – like, I love a high-low story. You know, I'm obsessed with, for example, how Victoria and David Beckham, their new documentary is out, and that clip where she's like, David and I, we – fancied one another because they we were both from working class families and he's like Victoria be honest she's like I am I am he's like what car did your father drive you to school in she's like "Oh, Rolls-Royce David okay I love my like, I love a rich poor story and David Beckham by the way grew up with like no money till he was like 20 or 19 then he like hit the jackpot playing soccer so we'll see. Uh she's going to move to Inglewood. You know, we'll see how it goes. I mean, you know, I will say this. The fan feedback so far of this season 10 is not terrific, but two couples have not been featured and they will be revealed in episode 2. So and they look good cuz they look a little white trashy and everything. Like that's where it could get good. It's giving me Kareni and Paul vibes. So it might get better. Uh The other big couple that people are talking about Is Justin and Nikki And you know don't you notice like the Moldovian men Like the Moldovian men love a 90 day fiance show Like Moldova is not that large of a country But we've pumped out some 90 day people André And I mean they've got Elizabeth You know Elizabeth and André They've gotten like spin off after spin off And tons of drama Anyway So Nikki and Igor But she made him change his name to justin because one he looked like justin timberlake and two she didn't want to be with an igor so his real name is igor but he goes by justin (laughs) he's super hot i don't mind the name igor iggy i mean i could work with that but not nikki nikki exotica we have another singer people are pissed off about this people are tired jabri did it last season jabri and MiOna. Jabri had a music career. Can I just throw it out here too? I don't believe that Miona and Jabri from season nine of 90 Day Fiance, I don't know that they're still together. Just reading that off of his Instagram. Just saying. Anyway, um, so Nikki Exotica or Nikki, she's a hairstylist and she's a plastic surgery uh, advisor. Ugh. She and Jasmine are going to get along great. It's almost like they could really, do, you know, duke it out for the most procedures. Nikki comes on. She's had an eye color transplant. You guys, ah. Hero breads. Oh, my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Bread's right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. Were her eyes up? She was stunning. Now, of course, the big reveal with Nikki is she is trans. She used to be a man. She's now a woman. She's a trans woman. And she was, like, doing Justin, Igor. She was, like, fucking Igor, like, 17 years ago and did not tell him that she was trans. Till, like… One day they got in a fight, and she's like, by the way, I'm trans. And since then, things have been awkward. They had this estrangement for a hot second, and now they're back on. And this is it. She only get two applications for a K-1 visa. They already did one. This is going to be the second go, so they got to make it work. Whew. Okay. A lot going on here. A lot going on. I'm not sure. You know, God bless her. She. I mean, and she was so beautiful back in the day. Oh, my God, when she transitioned. And she tells us on the show she's got a full vagina. She said a vagina made. And she, like, fully, you know, she's a woman. So, but she is also, pl- the, I can't get over the plastic surgery con- consultant because I'm just like, ugh. I don't know, it's just so many procedures. But then she's going to Moldova, a country that is not very gay friendly, certainly not trans friendly. I'd be nervous as hell to see if she can make it work. And this comes after she dated a Russian guy who moved to Moldova. She went over to surprise him, and he had a whole nother like, girlfriend, wife, and family. That's how she met Justin, because she got on the dating apps, a.k.a. Igor. Um, You know, I, they're an interesting couple. They have a big age difference. Nikki is in her late 40s. Igor is in his 30s. We'll see. I mean, I, I don't, you know, a lot of people that I'm reading, the feedback I'm getting in my DMs on Instagram is that, you know, these couples— Well, mostly people are calling out Justin and Nikki, that they don't seem like they have a really great foundation, even Ashley and Manuel, that it's kind of ridiculous that they're being featured on the show because they've all had these long estrangements and then they're back together. But, you know, that's sort of 90 Day Fiance, what it's all about. Um, I'm also getting DMs from people who watched last night and kind of are like, I'm good on this show, that after a decade, I'm done with it. You know, I hear this all the time about every reality show that I cover. Sister Wives, for one. I mean, Sister Wives, people are still calling for the canceling of it after last night. And if you want to hear why, the podcast episode is up today. I dropped double episodes today. One about Sister Wives and one because last night was the 10-year anniversary. Huge deal in in the 90-day fiancé world. The show is enormous. Um. You know, I think you guys can't give up on it yet. We've got to see. I, I do think ten years is gonna be pretty phenomenal for this show. I think we're gonna really get into it. And like I said, I think they've brought us to the brink of hating Jasmine and Gino. And now I think we're gonna they're gonna be humanized a bit and we're gonna like them more. But we will see. What were your reactions to 90 Day Fiancé Season 10? Are you loving this episode? Are you hating it? You can head to my Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash the Sarah Frazier Show, baby. Always we can keep the discussions going there. Brand new episodes. I put out new episodes seven days a week on the Sarah Frazier Show. If you missed it yesterday, if you love Welcome to Plathville, the woman who discovered Micah Plath. Um, Mariah Plath as models And launched their Modeling entertainment careers Marsha Dahl is on the podcast You can listen to Marsha Dahl Here on the Sarah Fraser Show Alright, let me know, bye everybody